Peace Misfits. For this week's guided meditation, I'd like for you to have a seat on either the ground or a chair, or lie down, whatever feels most comfortable for you in the moment. Just allow yourself to relax, slowly releasing the tension from your forehead, from your jaws, from your shoulders. Allow everything to arrive at a place of peace, calm, and stillness. If your eyes aren't already closed, please do so at this time. I'd like for you to slowly bend your ring finger down and then press your thumb slightly on top of it, covering the nail bed. Your remaining fingers will stay up. You are now connected in Surya Ravi Mudra. This particular mudra represents vitality, balance, and sexuality. The benefits include an increase in stamina and strength to the body, boosting your metabolism. It strengthens your intuition and brings forth positive transformation. Now, I want you to breathe deep with me, remembering to inhale deeply through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. If you're in a space where you feel comfortable, make your exhale audible. And here we go. Beautiful. Once again for me. And we go. Great job. Now, one last time. We inhale. Great job, everyone. Thank you for taking part in this week's guided meditation. Make sure to practice your meditation on a regular basis. It's available to you at all times. Now, let's get healed. Welcome to the Healing Space. I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. And I'm Brandon Harris-Williams. That woke going to be getting me sometimes. I'll be like, Is it deep for you? It was James Earl. I said, welcome. <laughs> is this like, what, two, two, three weeks in a row <laughs> that you've mentioned that? Like, <laughs> I, lately, it's just been like, I don't know. Okay. We've been going since September. Is, is, is it sounding different? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if my phone is active. I'm picking up on you differently. I don't know. It's clean, finally. I don't know. Okay. Just... Hey, listen. Hygiene's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> I do need to shower while we're talking about it. I'm like... Okay. Listen, this is a healing space, a place of honesty. Talk about it. <laughs> hey, but it's my off day, so. Indeed. 
Oh no, trust I'm me, not, I totally feel you. If you ain't having I'm a reason to leave the house, I get listen. That. Come on. Uh, some day, <laughs> some, sometimes <laughs> be off the day. You don't no, don't touch the shower. Exactly. Be off the next day, it might see me. Don't keep it honest. Trust me, there are a lot of people listening to this show who are like, "Thank you so much for talking about that." Because some people try to, some people try to act I like see, they don't. I see you. I see you. <laughs> you get off on a Friday, and you might not hit that shower till Sunday night when you got to get back up. Okay. We see each other. Okay. You you was in the house all weekend. <laughs> you are. I'm just. I mean, now granted, if you choose to go out and still not shower, I'm not judging. Okay. Okay, that's and that that's very honest of you, and I I, I, feel like, I appreciate that. If somebody just going to people, the gas station, you know, yeah, because some people can. No, I'm saying like, like literally, you might go out and like do stuff. Well, no, no, don't don't you dare, don't you, don't you dare go people, out and have a, a full night and you didn't shower first. Some people, okay, <laughs> everybody's different. Some people don't. Um, you can't tell if they haven't showered. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just don't want nobody leaving the house functified. That's all. I don't. Mm-mm. But that's what I'm saying. If you're doing that, then then I'm judging. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm judging. I'm judging. Because you got to at least do a check. Right. right. Absolutely. Before you go out. No. Yeah. If you're on shower, you know you can do a little quick little wash up, a little whole bath or something. You know. <laughs> the point is, is not to leave out of the house rocky. That's all. Yes, yeah. rocky. Okay. It's the new one for me. Rocky. <laughs> that's a new one for you. It is. I don't. I never would have thought. Did you leave Rocky? What? <laughs> Am I it right? I don't even know. I'm like, are you rocking? What? Am I who? Are you leaving out the house? About to knock somebody out with your smell? What's going on? Oh, okay. Get it together. I keep breaking it down because I'm real. That's really what I'm thinking about. Is Rocky? So okay, it works. It works. Okay. okay. You better put it through the test. You. Better. I really was like, are you Rocky today? No, I'm Brandon. What? Oh, God, I can't. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the purpose of this week's episode, which we've been waiting a smooth, what, two weeks for? <laughs> two, three weeks. Yeah, uh-huh. two, three weeks, yeah. Brandon and I are having conversations with our best friends today, or or close friends. <laughs> um, Brandon, there was uh, there was a slight change with yours, right? There was scheduling conflicts and some last minute emergencies, but yes. So I wasn't able to get my bestest friend, but I definitely got one of my very close friends. Absolutely. So. And uh, and his name? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you want me to say his name. That's why. <laughs> I'm Thomas Mason. Hey, Thomas. Indeed. Hello. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> Who is your best friend? Who are you talking to? My best friend is Mr. Kaya Jiggets. Yeah, yeah, definitely happy to have him on the show, and uh, yeah, I think you guys are going to enjoy both conversations. Uh, Brandon and I have not heard either of the others' conversations, so <laughs> <laughs> when this podcast goes up, it'll be both of our first times hearing the other one's conversation. So we'll be listening with you all. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, uh, anything else you got to say before we get into these conversations? No, because then I'm gonna start singing. So no. Here we go. <laughs> Always breaking into song. Start calling it. Start calling it as Ariel. <laughs> well, maybe I should call you Tiana. But anyway, 
with that being said. Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think you're about to have much better follow-ups. I swear, <laughs> you just keep it real <laughs> simple with it. <laughs> I'm, I've only seen the movie like quarter, sort of, kind of once. Mm-hmm. It didn't really keep my attention. So. Oh, and and that's how the rest of America felt, unfortunately. Oh, okay, but I'm not yeah. alone. <laughs> it did not do well at the box office. Oh, but, um... <laughs> okay. Wow. Thought I was gonna burn me at the stake. Okay. Trust me, somebody Ooh. listening still will. You know, you know the society we live in. But well, anyway. I'm all for you know representation, but absolutely, Tiana was necessary. That's for sure. Let's be very but clear. Be memorable. She was absolutely yes, be memorable. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let us get to these conversations, <laughs> and we will see you guys on the other side. Enjoy. So. I'm very excited today. Uh, I'm a little bit in a very goofy mood, so we're going to see how this goes. But I have my friend Thomas here, who's going to laugh and cut up with me. He's a fellow writer. He is Denise Jackson to my Kim Parker. So, hello, Thomas. How are you? (laughs) After that introduction, I'm doing fantastic. How are you today, (laughs) Brent? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, It's an off day. It's amazing. I had a long week at work. So I'm just ready to cut up with you. Thomas and I have known each other for like five-ish, four-ish years. Do you remember? About about four years. It was 2014. About four years. I knew you would know. See? Because we met through the Twitter. But I don't remember how or what we was talking about on Twitter that we met. I don't even... Um, It was a writing. Whatever it was, it was writing related. And... We just, that was it. We bought, <laughs> and here we are almost four years later. <laughs> yes. With you still cutting up every time you talk to me, every time you text me. I can't, <laughs> like, y'all think I'm foolish. Thomas is, like, way more foolish than I could ever be. <laughs> like That is a lie. That's <laughs> a lie. What did I tell you before? You wake up. You wake up at level 80. I might get to a level 10 and 15 on a good day, but you, you start wait, at level 80. <laughs> like, wait, I wake up on a level 80, and you start, or you, you max out at level 15. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, that's, yes. I feel like I need to pull up, like, screenshots and, like, read for the people, the ignorance <laughs> that text me. Okay, you got your receipts. I got mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're just going to have a little bit of conversation, mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, foolishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to, have you seen these uh, portraits of the Obamas today that was out? Because today is Monday while we're recording. Yes, I, I did see them. Mm-hmm. And, and what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I'm all about artistic expression. <laughs> I love the creativity. Any outlet any way that you can creatively express yourself i'm all for it especially to celebrate um the obamas mm-hmm. with that being said <laughs> ah. um no you know no for real though i really really liked the um the obama the barack mm-hmm. uh, i really really liked that um i didn't quite understand uh, <laughs> i know i'm being serious i didn't quite understand <laughs> What I was looking at with the Michelle Obama one, 
And the only reason why I say that is because I don't know what it just the the artist did a good job, but as far it just seemed lifeless to me. I don't yeah. know what the intent she was for right you. She was real Adams family looking. I was like, why is she gray? <laughs> Somebody on my timeline, I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody on my timeline said, why does Michelle Obama's painting look like a newspaper? Um, I, and and yeah, I, I was real confused. Because, I mean, granted, it was two different artists, so I get why they would, like, especially interpret different differently for the mm-hmm. two of them. But I was like, the one who did Barack couldn't do both? He was booked? Or she was booked? <laughs> like, there was a time limit? Like... One of the funds, like oh. I'm, just, I'm like, who, like, was somebody mad at Michelle that day? Like, what, <laughs> what were, what are we doing with this? Like, I just, it did not, to me, and you know, I'm, I'm just one person, but in my opinion, it didn't really capture the essence of Michelle Obama. I expected something a little bit more lively, a little bit more strong and out. Listen, it was very like. When I see um, on, on Instagram, when um, people who are kind of famous are, like, well-known on Instagram, and, like, mm-hmm. their followers will, like, sketch a picture of them and send it in, mm-hmm. some of them are good and look like them, and some of them not so much. That's what I felt looking at the Michelle picture. I was like, that's not her. At all. Like, at all. <laughs> I, I said, okay. I said, okay. But it's the thought that counts, and, you know... But you have to be thinking about something. I don't know quite what they're <laughs> thinking about. I just, it was like, I said, okay, okay, all right. It was like, my baby drew this picture in class, and I got to hang it on my refrigerator. Pretty much. And you know how when you bring, when you know, as a kid, you would bring home the pictures and stuff, you know, the pant- your mama would have to look at it with that scrunched up face, like, oh, like that's so that's that's how I felt. Like if someone made a painting like that for me, I'd be like, oh, isn't that something? And you know, cast it to the side. Um, we all know Michelle is a class act, but I know she's <laughs> rock right now. Like, what is that? Like, what is this? Who did I make mad? And how can I fix it? Because this is not it. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I'm all for artistic expression, but that was, that confused me. I understand. Okay. Let me go back just a little bit. I kind of like jump right in there. Cause I'll be honest that all the people know I was a little like, I don't really know how to introduce nobody. Like Raven tried to get me to introduce, uh, like start the show off before. And it's been like, um, I don't quite know what I'm supposed to be saying. Mind you, I hear him say it every week. And so even today with introducing Thomas, I was like, um, what am I supposed to say about him? So let me go back. Thomas is a, a fellow screenwriter. He uh, works on Unconditional Love, the web series that I have talked about. He's one of the writers on there. He also has directed. Um, we, I feel like we really click and get along mainly with the, <laughs> the writing. Or like mm-hmm. We feel like similar ways about a lot of different shows and films. Mm-hmm. But we also definitely cut up a lot outside of <laughs> the writing. We do. Um, <laughs> you mainly started, and I guess I will give in and say that I, um, I, I, you egg me on, and then I will go up. You know, I take it up a few notches, <laughs> just a few. That's oh. that's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Thank you for agreeing. I'm, I'm glad this is being recorded. Tom's <laughs> finally admitting that he encourages my foolish behavior. I encourage people to live their truth. That's all. And your truth is you are a nut. So, <laughs> so there it is. Whatever. Okay, so mm-hmm. okay. Valentine's Day is this week. Now we're not gonna get all in your business. Mm-hmm. So don't don't be nervous. Don't be over there about to sweat. Like we're gonna ask you who breaking your back or who back back you breaking. You know we're not gonna do all of that. And you already know the answer to that. Because <laughs> I, I know the answer, but we don't, don't need to tell everybody that's listening <laughs> the answer. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I was like, okay, it's Valentine's Day. It's a pretty romantic and lovely. You know, that's what the ho- holiday is all about. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, like, some of my favorite love or romantic comedy films or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Love Jones is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. And some people like really don't like that, and I'm like, "What? Why don't you like the movie? Like, what's wrong with you?" Um, yeah, what's 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 please? I don't trust people who don't like Love Jones. You say you don't trust people who don't like Love Jones. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't. Mm-mm. Okay, well, what's one of yours? I'm trying to think of some others. Oh, my favorite romantic movie. Um. I'm going to be a cliche and say love and basketball because I feel like that's like, you know, when it comes to black folks, that's like their number one, like, romance movie. But no, for not real. Not all. <laughs> I know people who do not like that movie. Right. And I like, again, what's wrong with you? Like, I have right. a friend who hates the ending. She's like, they were supposed to be getting married. Like, Quincy was supposed to be getting married the next week to Tyra Banks. Like, how do you just end that? I'm like, but it's not about Tyra. Okay, it ain't about Tyra. Now look, we're not gonna act like we're not gonna act like Willie didn't leave Byron at the altar. It happens all the time. Like, <laughs> it happens. I didn't care about him leaving Tyra while she's trying to flash that ring in her face. But um trying to act, no. yes. I didn't care. <laughs> um, brown sugar, which funny thing about brown sugar, when it first came out, like on D V D and stuff, I didn't like the movie. I couldn't get past um like the first 15 or so minutes, I thought it was just going to be a movie all about hip-hop, and, you know, I'm not the hugest hip-hop fan, so I, I, it took me years to actually finally watch it. <laughs> but when I watched it, you know, in my 20s, I absolutely fell in love with it. So that's another one. Um, and then you realize the goodness you were missing, because Brown Sugar is very ignorant. Like, maybe that's why I like it so much. Because <laughs> that damn rap duo... Uh, singing the hoe is mine. Yeah. When he goes into the restaurant and he finds out why <laughs> cheating on him. Yes, yes. Um, anytime <laughs> most deaf is in a script, and then, you know, most deaf isn't even like an actor, you know. But anytime he's in a script, it's hilarious. And then him and Queen Latifah, their respective characters, it was it was a really good movie. I will say I missed out <laughs> back then on that movie, but got to do it. Out of it, Love of My Life by Erica Badu. Mm. <laughs> I didn't watch the movie, but I played that. See, so. now do better. Do better. You can't be out here listening to the soundtracks and then not watching the movie. We're not even going to play that game. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one of my favorites, and I don't know if. Is, I'm like, is Love Jones it? Like, is that all I like? I do like Love and Basketball. I do like Brown Sugar. 
Um, I don't know. I'm like, is that it? I definitely feel like though those are pretty, especially uh, Love Jones and Love and Basketball, definitely like considered quote unquote classics. I'm like, mm-hmm. for most people, like you were saying, Untouchables, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know. But I definitely used to really love romantic comedies, uh, like growing up. Oh, absolutely. Um, something that we're missing these days, but that's another conversation. Uh, listen, because all we're getting is these damn superhero movies, and it's literally it. And I just don't. But I, it's always so weird to me, too. Like at the award shows, all these other movies are nominated. I'm like, when did those movies come out? All I see is the previews for Marvel. I don't. I'm like, that movie was right. Especially Oscar season and all of these big name actors are like in these movies, but I'm like, I never saw a preview for this. Like, when did this come out? Um, Literally how I feel. Oh, okay. That's something I need to, that missed my radar. Um, <laughs> like romantic movies. I, I think I want to give one more, but I can't. Right? I'm trying to think. I'm like, I know there's at least one more that I really like. Okay, maybe The Wood, even though I feel like all those are really right there in that same... Because that was the time, at least, like, in movies in general, where, like, black romantic comedies were definitely, like, kind of quote-unquote all that was being made. It was like we moved from, like, the hood phase of, like, the John Singleton Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice mm-hmm. Minister Society, then mm-hmm. to, like, the upper middle class, and then all the, like, romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it kind of, like, drizzled down to, to Tyler Perry. Yes, yes, Folks yes. Feel however they want to feel about him. <laughs> he carried the black cinema for a minute. He and, did, he did. And you and had your occasional... <laughs> right, and then we've had sprinkles since then. I don't know. <laughs> There's yet to be another trend or anything else. Right. Um, oh, no. Beyond the Lights, I, I, that movie touched my heart. That was a really good movie. Um, Liked it. I... I liked Love and Basketball better because I know it's both from Gina, uh, Prince Bifler. Some is the same director and writer, but I liked. Mm. I don't know. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I I, I just it just. <laughs> you know I you know I love a good journey. I love a good storyline. I love a good one liner. I love you know I love a good soundtrack again. Um, I, but you know what? I think there needs to be more. I think we need more modern day love stories. Um, for us, we need, you know, we need more, um, you know, more variety in the box office and stuff. Like, it's a shame we sat here for what, the past five minutes just trying to name our favorite romantic movies. <laughs> and the ones that we named are, like, what, almost 20 years old or over 20 years old. Right. Like, they definitely are around that 2,000 mark, all of them. Like, <laughs> like, it's crazy. In a minute. But, okay. So, those are your favorite, like, movies. Um, and so, I was also thinking, I was like, okay, Valentine's Day. Like, some of my favorite love songs. And so, I had to immediately go to my girl, Jill Scott, gibberish. I know that's not the real name of the song. <laughs> but I like yeah. to call it gibberish. Love that. Uh, sing for the people. Let them know. <laughs> Turn your mic up. Come on. I was flying through the sky in a red boat. <laughs> Come on now. I'm about to stand up. Yes. Yes, but I, I love that song. Um, and you know, I'm old, so I like Aretha Franklin. Oh, me, oh, my. Uh, come on now. 
Stage it. Uh, ballet on the tabletop. Come stage it. Just stage it, damn it. <laughs> get up there. Just get up. Whew. Yes, yes. So yes. what are some of yours? Well, you know, you know, I uh, I enter your inbox daily with several of my favorites. So, um, nineties R and B head right here, like hugest, like <laughs> yes, for the most part. Um, so total kissing you is uh when I'm with my friends. I'm trying to figure out a way to leave me behind just to get back to you. Oh, oh, it's kept secret. And that's the way you're going to end up singing. You're my pride and joy, boy. That's why I'm dreaming of you. Okay, I've been saying the whole song, but. See, I'm um, singing. You tried to fight it. <laughs> yeah. I knew. Um, this one obviously is not well known. It's well known to you because I sing it all the time. But um, <laughs> <laughs> deeper feelings about Brownstone, the quietest song they've ever sang. Um, A lie. Nikki Gilbert <laughs> had to be quiet. Well, Nikki Gilbert didn't lead on this song. That's why it's the quietest song. But you know, she be in the background like Effie White. <laughs> um. I love you by Faith Evans. Um, oh, good. like I have a thousand of them that I listen to every day. I don't know why I can't think of any. Like, um, okay, this technically isn't a love song, but it technically is because you're <laughs> you're opening up to falling in love. You already know my girl Patricia Patricia Louise. <laughs> if you asked me to. Used to be that I believed in something. <laughs> Used to be that I believed in love. Oh, love okay, well, while we on while we on Patty Labelle, for those who don't know, that's what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know the right kind of lover is my shit now. I cut mm-hmm. my shit off and I, I cuts up my wings. Yes. Be out. Yes, yes. What did she say? He comes home in the evening, okay? <laughs> Grooving slow. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, let's go. She had yeah. to break it down for us. Let her, let us know what he did for her. <laughs> Goes to work every day and he pays all of my bills. All right. How <laughs> <laughs> I keep a pearly smile on my face. Let him yeah. know. She yes. says smiling and they white. Yes, okay. Your man ain't doing nothing. Well, let me tell you what mine doing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as bad as Shantae got a man. She was borderline. <laughs> borderline. Shantae should have been punched in the face on that song. But, you know. She had to let him know. Let him, I'm sorry your man beat you up, but mine <laughs> treat me right. <laughs> I'm sorry your man creeping, but mine come home. Like, what? That's not what I want to hear. And I got a black eye. Oh, Lord. I cannot... But no. <laughs> well, back to love songs, though. I really, really, of course, you by Jesse Powell. Mm. Like a wedding classic. Mm-hmm. Um Why am I blank? And I had like a list earlier, but then I like got rid of my list because I was like I wanted to like think off the dome. I should have kept my list because I'm right. <laughs> oh, I thought of one. I pl- I sing it all the time. Uh, Force MDs, Tender Love. Ooh. You do. Mm. You do. You like their biggest Here fan. I lay all alone. Doing what? Their biggest fan. He's doing what? He's laying all along doing what? Just <laughs> Toss and turn. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Go, why do I play with you? I don't see. And this is why we get along so well, because you're foolish. <laughs> More so than me at times. I'm just happy that's on the record and being recorded. <laughs> Folks like to put it out there that I'm the nut in this friendship. Because you are. <laughs> I don't cut up that much, Thomas. I really don't. Mm-mm. I really don't. It's such a beautiful song, and I love those songs that it doesn't have it doesn't have a lot to it. You know what I mean? It's just that that beautiful instrumental. You got some great harmony. Ugh, mm. don't get me. I'm gonna play it as soon as we get done with this interview. <laughs> you already got it queued up and ready. You just gotta yeah, press I play. On Spotify, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Okay, so. I'm trying to think. Is there anything in particular? I know this is like a little unconventional, but that you want to discuss or that you really want to get off your chest and let the people know? I know there's something. I know, look at me, putting you on the spot. Ooh, about anything in particular? Do you have a certain subject? Mm -hmm. About anything. Just if this, you want to be healed and get something off of your chest. (laughs) Ooh, oh, okay. Lord have mercy. Okay, oh, you know what? Because I do, I do. Me, and you talk about this all the time, and not that I'm on a platform, a great platform such as the Healing Space, where people okay. hear it in the spirit of healing. I do want to say this. <laughs> okay, those of you who have that strong friend that you can go to for advice, that you can go to to vent, that you can go to, you know, when you need a couple dollars, that you can go to when you need somebody to uplift you, cherish those friends, but you need to also check in on those friends too. Um, people who have a, who have that, who just have that strength to bring you through each storm and stuff, they're not superheroes. You know, they have feelings too. They go through things too. And oftentimes they're putting their own issues to decide to deal with your foolishness for the week. Um, and all they ask for in return is a simple, how are you doing? How are you? Hello. Um, is everything going great in your life? I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I'll say that. It's important to that friend that is, you know, you are always there for me. You always got my back. Every time I pick up the phone and I need you, you're there. Check in on them. Be that shoulder for that reciprocity is a beautiful thing and I'm not talking about a tit for tat thing I'm talking about the same energy I give you I need you to give me because that's what a friendship and a relationship really is all about preach on this thing let me cue up the choir come on now (laughs) that's real so many people though just really want to like dump all of their whatever it is all their shit they're going through like my mama ain't acting right. My man ain't acting right. The job ain't acting right. These kids ain't acting right. My mm-hmm. money funny. Like, okay, I understand you have life going on, but I have life going on too. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't want to hear about all five or whatever those problems seven days out the week, and then never once did you ever say, "Hey, how was your week?" or "Hey, how was your day?" or "Hey, what's okay. going on with you?" or "Did you ever get such or a after I burst out?" Right. Or after I get done consoling you, you like, 
ooh, well, let me go lay down or let me go do this. I'll talk <laughs> to you later. Like, wait a minute, because I told a friend of mine, I did tell a friend of mine this, and I told you that I told a friend of mine this, that going into 2018, the next time she would come to me with the same problem that she had been coming <laughs> to me with all throughout 2017, I was going to charge her $5. And she looked at me, she said, Thomas, are you serious? I said, I'm dead serious. I said, I'm going to tell you why. I said, my time is very valuable. I don't have enough energy to waste. Every second gone is gone forever. I'm not going to waste another second telling you the same thing. But if I had some money, if you were paying, I'd be a little bit more incentive. So what I want you to do, I'm going to start charging you $5. And I'm going to tell you to scroll up in our conversations. Because what I'm about to tell you right now, I've told you five times before. <laughs> so I don't know um, if she's going to charge her $5. But she do need... <laughs> That that particular friend, uh, she needs Phil, Oprah, Ianwa, <laughs> local therapist, like all at once. Like she needs need the troops to rally. And you know, and it's not even saying that I don't care because obviously I do care about her, but it's just one of those things where it's self care and a self preservation because Sometimes your friends' problems end up becoming your problems, even though they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you end up fighting that battle with them, and it's not really your battles with fights. Sometimes they have to fight that battle alone. And that's what I've had to learn, and I'm feeling so much better about it. Well, come on now. Yes, when you create boundaries, ha-ha. Yes. Yes, Folks yes. be shook. They be like, wait a minute, why can't I operate the same way I was operating with you before? Or why can't I, you know what I'm saying, continue to overstep the way I've always overstepped. It's like, no, now you need to know that's not okay. Like, it's mm -hmm. not going to work. And like mm -hmm. you're saying, it's definitely self-preservation. It's not like I love you any less or I don't care about you as much as I did, but it's just like con constantly being there for you and you're never there for me or hell, that don't even give me enough time to be there for myself. Mm -hmm. So I can't continue to give and give and give and then no nobody else is pouring back into me or giving back to me. Exactly. And that, that slightly flows into the last thing I was going to kind of ask you or discuss. Look look at how God will move. Shondo. Shonda. Yeah. Shania. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so, because you're like talking about creating boundaries, and so that kind of is like kind of how you heal a self-care kind of thing, as you said. I don't know if you already said that. kind of what I was going to ask you. So, like, what are some other ways <laughs> that you kind of particularly practice like self-care? Because I know for me, I don't necessarily have much. Um, I'm a little boring. I need to kind of venture out and find some new different things and ways to like stress relief or do whatever. Um, as of late, um, it's been actually, I take that back. I, drinking used to be part of my self care, which isn't the best thing to do, but you know, sometimes you need to drink after a long day. But because I've been working overnight, it's like, okay, well, I'm not drinking at six o'clock in the morning when I get home from work, but I also can't drink. At like eight or nine before I go in to work, because I mean, I mean, I guess I could, but I don't know how like great that would be for my job performance. So right. <laughs> I should not <laughs> do that. And right. so then it's like sometimes off days, I'm like, well, I don't even want to drink now. Like I don't quote unquote need one if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like other than my drinking, um, I think like binging shows at times can be like self care for me. Just kind of like let me like like you saying like get away from my problems, kind of like. Because that's what I think, like, television really does, is it's that escape. So it's like, let me forget about what I have going on. Until something relates to you, then you're like, okay, well, I didn't expect that while I was binging, but whatever. 
You know what right. I'm saying? Um, my vidster is a part of my self-care. Um, <laughs> X-tube for me, but go on. Talk about it. I, uh, You know, I'm dramatic, so I need a full-length production. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but what are some of the things that you do? Um... First and foremost, anybody who knows Thomas Mason Jr. knows that he loves to eat. Got <laughs> it. Um, from Taco Bell to potato chips to chocolate, Kit Kats. Uh, you know, I indulge myself in food most of the time. It's pizza and some chips, stuff I really shouldn't be eating. But I've been doing good. I've been buying some oranges and bananas lately. And Look at God. moderation. Yes, absolutely. Um, music, of course, and I just, uh, music just has a way of speaking to you, speaking to a situation, no matter what situation it is. Um, definitely binging. Um, shout out to Hulu for putting Living Single, my all-time favorite sitcom, on, because I need that in January. I needed that in January. Ooh, shout out to Marbrock A Kill for Girlfriends, The Game, and Being Mary Jane, because those are my, you know. But um, talking to friends such as yourself, my bestie, Joseph. Hi, Joseph. How are you? I love you. Creator of Unconditional Love. Yeah, I had to get that plug in there. I'm not mad at um, Talking to you, Joseph, um, my girl, Melissa, uh, Louis, um, just talking to people who can keep me centered, you know. Um, and without you guys actually knowing it, or it, maybe not in your intentions, but offering perspective into my life just by having a conversation, just by your presence. So that circle of friends that I have that I choose to keep close to me is also a very big component in self-care. I think I never thought about it like that. Like, of course, you know what I'm saying? You go to friends to, like, vent or to, like, sometimes as a distraction just to hang out with or, you know, I'm saying have fun or whatever. But I don't think I've ever thought about, like, friendship as a, like, means of, like, self-care or, like, a means of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, quote, unquote, bettering yourself or, or giving you that relief, I guess, kind of. Or, like, of course, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you vent, you just want people to listen. But other times when you vent, and they, you know, depending on the friend, they're like, do you that reality check you need or, or you don't want? Or they're also, you know what I'm saying, kind of help you through it. But I don't think I ever thought about it that particular way. Or maybe I did, but just didn't word it that way in my mind, so it didn't fully click. So look at you. I love it. <laughs> and when you said music, too, I had to think about it. Like, I definitely have to have, like, my, like, daily music concerts to myself, like, 30 minutes, two hours. You know, they sometimes about two hours. Like, just like put in my headphones and I just be like going like I'd be like in here performing I don't know who I'd be performing for but I'd just be going in like it'd be a whole stadium of nobody oh okay just be going. yes 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 and it's funny because it's funny you say that because I have an uncle he's my he's my mentor I call him my uncle he lives in Georgia mm-hmm. I, unk, uncle Jay and he is like he is he's that that person I can go to with self-care, and mm-hmm. he sings, and he's an excellent singer, so that's two for one right there. 
call him, you know, cut up with him. He'll, he'll give me some advice. And then I say, Uncle, go ahead and sing for me for a little bit. And he hits those notes and he sings. So it's like he, um, his voice is like, I don't know why he's not out there blowing up, you know, singing at Sunday's Best and all these award shows. But his love of music is just like phenomenal. So for him to like, I, I have to hear him sing. And that puts me in a good mood, gets me inspired and motivated for about 10 minutes. And then, you know. <laughs> not 10 minutes. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I just I had to I had to make sure I shouted him out because he he gives me the advice, gives me the last, and he gives me the music because he he sings and he's an excellent singer. So I use him like my personal DJ. Go ahead and drop that note for me, that Whitney note. Go ahead. <laughs> I cannot, and I know you over there singing in the background too while he's singing. I know. <laughs> I know. You always have to join in. <laughs> or you'll start it off and then you let the other person take over. See, because you like to egg stuff on. I just need it to be known that you instigate <laughs> the foolishness. <laughs> but no, sir. Um, I don't want to hold you forever. I definitely appreciate you for coming to hang out and to cut up. And you will be back and we will cut up again. We'll discuss maybe more of your writing next time or more of your your comments on the television and film and maybe other people's writing you know <laughs> you might they might see that shady side of you next time that's their you offer because you're trying to behave and it's real cute it's real cute <laughs> but that's okay so as raven would say uh where can the people follow i oh, not follow lord he's gonna kill me where can the people walk with you on social media Oh, I like that. Where can people walk with me? Well, you can walk with me on Instagram at writer Thomas. And let them know that you write. Yes, yes. And Twitter at as told by Thomas. Come on. I'm ready to sing as told by Ginger because someone once told me. <laughs> the that's Y'all listening to him, I was trying to keep you straight. He took it foolish. <laughs> How did I take it foolish? I was just singing the theme song. I cannot. <laughs> That's how she sounds. Someone can... once told me that grass was much greener. But okay, mm -hmm. time. So I definitely thank you again for coming to hang out with me in the cut up. And we will hear from you again at some point. I don't want to say when, but. We will hear from you again, sir. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you and Raven. You guys are doing great. And I would love to come back. And I am. And we're going to have a good time. Thank you. Well, amen. Let the people know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, sir. <laughs> so my guest for this episode of THS just so happens to be one of my best friends. He and I have known each other for seven years now. Seven amazing years. Wow. Actually, this will make, will this make eight years? This will make eight years. Wow. Okay. This coming December. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we are actually now living in the same space together. And that is pretty damn awesome. A blessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels awesome to be in a space with such an amazingly giving, kind, honest, hope-filled person. 
So everyone, please welcome to the Healing Space Podcast for the very first time, Kaya Jiggets. What's good, bro? Thank you so much. And it, it feels good to reciprocate that energy. You Absolutely. know, I'm all for great energy, positive vibes, and just all around fun. Yeah. You know? I, I believe that, you know, living and loving life is like the key to happy existence, you know, and uh, everybody needs that in their lives, you know. Um, yeah. And yes, thank you for inviting me to the show. This is my first time and I feel privileged and blessed to be a part of your life and as well as your best friend. Thank you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, all this good energy. All right now. Yes, um, indeed. Which is funny because we just got finished staging the house. Indeed. So <laughs> that's what we're feeling right now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So the first thing I wanted to talk about actually was pretty much the very first time we were in the exact well, not the exact same space, because our first time in the same space was at Jermaine's house. Okay. Well, Christmas speaking party. of spaces, uh, Raven, before we segue over into that conversation, mm-hmm. don't you want to let them know or let your listeners know what saging means? No. You don't want to let them know what that means? No. Oh. It's none of their business. <laughs> we you know went what? Through, we, <laughs> He's we, just kidding, y'all. <laughs> we, we went through blessing the house. It was our way of being able to get rid of any negative energy, any dark energy. And so uh, you, you, if you guys want to go like really deep into it, you can Google, but you can get your own sage. You can smudge whenever you want. Uh, actually, it's really funny because I think about a sister named Shamika Smalling um, when we were out in the streets helping when the riots were going on in Baltimore. Yes. Uh, there's actually a very famous picture of her walking up to the cops and smudging all of them. Wow. She literally walked past all of them. With the smudge. <laughs> and, you, and you know, I, I used to live on Mount Street, right? Uh, well, you remember where I lived. Yeah. Um, what was that? The 700 block of Mount Street? Mm-hmm. 900 block? Uh, something like that. I, I can't even remember. It was so long ago. But uh, I was actually in the middle of the rioting and, you know, the, the people looting the stores and everything. And um, it, it was just so... It, it was amazing, not in a good way, right. but, you know, it, I, I was so shocked to see everything. Right. And, uh, we literally made international news yeah. in Baltimore. Absolutely. Um, and by me being a Baltimore uh, native, it, it was just so uh, appalling to see all of, you know, the inhabitants creating such a, a bigger issue that was even bigger than the Freddie Gray issue alone. Right. You know, so. Well, the, the thing is, is that when, when people get angry... They're they're going to let their anger out because it's yes. been bubbling up for so long. They definitely lash out. My but. my issue was because I understood the anger. The anger absolutely made sense. The only thing that always hurts me whenever these riots take place, you know, back when Martin Luther King was killed, yes. like all of the all of the times where the riots happen, you know, the L.A. riots, it's always our neighborhoods, yes. and that's the thing that bothers me. It's and like you know, we we don't take this to the neighborhoods of the people that are hurting us. Yes, we destroy our own neighborhoods. Indeed, you know. And, and by me being a military vet, uh, there was a another military vet out there um he actually made some of the news as well uh for it was very periodical for that night um he he was an older gentleman he was in his 70s um he was standing outside uh literally for hours trying to get those young or younger guys to well younger people for that matter uh to to stop you know doing what it was that they were doing to go in the house and uh actually some of them listened you know yeah yeah and by me being a younger military vet it uh it, it made me feel empowered to stay out there and not even to support what it was they were doing, but, you know, I would, like, single-handedly walk up to people and, like, hey, man, you know, y'all go back inside. Like, you know what I mean? Y'all out, y'all out here giving these police and these people, you know, what it is that they came over here for. Right. These people flew over here to see you guys act like animals. You right. know what I mean? And and not only that, you you know, you're, 
we already live well some people live in derelict communities as it is you know uh, dilapidated buildings establishments and so on and so forth and you know to to make these crimes or or, or uh, what it is i'm trying to say um to to establish Oh, and, and, and personify what it is that, that people already see in the black race, you know, and one of them is, is anger, you know, and hostility, uh, you know, to, to bring that to light and, and to have it filmed, you know, it, it just made it more of an infuriating thing for the public eye, you know. Right. Um, well, make sure that we're, you know, we're able to be clear. The anger is understood. Yes, you know? the anger the is understood. absolutely understood. But there are the, ways the way to of going channel it. it. And, and, and lash out, you know, Absolutely. without destroying your own community. That, yes. So to sum that up, yes. I, I knew I was a little long with, with that. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but um, but like yes. the, the situation where, you know, because when we went out there, I was a part of the uh, the 300 man march. And when we went okay. out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when we went out there, what 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 really struck me like, okay, the, the CVS that was on the corner of Penn North. Yes. Uh, when, I, I used to go in there. Yeah. When, when they destroyed that. I felt bad because they were talking about how many elders weren't able to get their medicine prescriptions. Anymore. Yeah. Yes, there were also um, you know little mom and pop prescription um, you know stores uh, drug stores. Yes, yeah. within Pharmacies. you know m- maybe like a mile and a half from there. You know, yeah. and it, it was it was sad to see that those people couldn't get their prescriptions. You right. know, they'd have to go to the hospitals and all that other stuff. You yeah, know, to fulfill their uh, prescriptions, and it was pretty sad. So. so that, so yeah, so so that's the reason why I just wanted to make sure for anyone who's listening to understand exactly where you're coming from. You yes. know, um, so I just wanted to make that clear okay. uh, because my we we have to be very careful when we're going out here and we're letting people know that we're angry. Our anger is justified, but we can't destroy ourselves. Yes, you know, we have to be very like very cognizant that. of that. Yes, yeah, I like that. We have to free ourselves from oppression. Exactly. Yes, we, so. because in that instance, we're oppressing ourselves. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Come on, speak. Yes, <laughs> but we got so far off base. Jesus, we on social issues already. Like, yes, you know what? <laughs> Come on now. I can elaborate all day, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I was talking about the the second time we were in each other's space. The okay. first time we didn't really engage with each other much when we were at Jermaine's birth. I mean, Christmas party. Our first time really engaging with each other was at well, Mario's apartment. Hell, I was tipsy, so right. <laughs> <laughs> I was engaging, but with everybody. I'm a social butterfly, so you're a Libra, so of course, yes. <laughs> Y'all are naturally social butterflies. I, I thought we were more introverted, though. Well, before I met you, right? <laughs> so you you opened up. Libras my eyes to... Libras can be very introverted people, very. But okay. when you get them in places where well, it's all according. Some Libras they don't really have to be comfortable with everybody to be very outgoing. Okay. With other Libras, like. My ex, my ex was the kind of person where he was super friendly, but he was very drawn in, okay. very, very to himself. Okay. Um, while there are others where a Libra can literally swirl through a room and be like, hey, everybody. Hey, yes. what's up, everybody? Shaking hands, hugging. You would have thought you knew him for years. Like, <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. You better do a Kenya Moore twirl. Um, which is the reason why I've realized why I come off to people the way I do when they first meet me. Okay. Because my rising sign is Libra. Okay. So it's when people first meet me, that's the sign that they're interacting with is my Libra. Oh, so okay. so well, I realized that would explain why you're a great conversationalist. Thank you. Yes, you better. <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn. If y'all but... could have seen his face just now, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can't be modest with that. One. <laughs> but the thing that I thought was so funny about our very first time, like truly interacting with each other at Mario's house, was the way that all three of us connected instantly. We did. Like you know, Mario and I were already friends. You and Mario were already friends, but this is the first time you and I were really getting to know each other. Yes. yes. And 
so much of that night really stands out to me because we were able to be in his room for hours and just cackle and laugh and have the best time. Yes. And what really stands out to me was when we were laying on the bed and we were saying to ourselves, how many people do we think we all have in common with each other? And we were like, so let's go on Facebook and look at each other's friends list. (laughs) And it was hilarious because you and Mario had like 90% of the same friends. Y'all were looking at me like, bitch, like I had like 40, 50 of the same people as y'all. Y'all like, what? (laughs) 93.4%. Yes, you better say. (laughs) All but like 20 people. Right. And I was like, come on, y'all better travel in the same circles. I don't know any of these people. For me, I was like, maybe that's showing my age. That's that's where the age connect disconnect comes in. Indeed. Well, conversely, we um he and I used to you know club a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know when people would see us out, you know. If, well, if one of us was seen out, it was right. always, hey, where's Mario or hey, where's Kaya? Right. You know, and it was, uh, you know, that that's how it was. Yeah. You and I, we shared a more intimate thing uh, as far as like, you know, going to like little posh bars and stuff right. like that. And, you know, that sort of thing. Right. We so were more we, lounges. We had different dynamics. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's very true. Exactly. That's very, very true. There were different dynamics. Yeah. Um, or are. Well, yeah, Mario's more, he's, he's kind of gotten more to where we are now. Yeah. He's a little less clubbish. He's more down for the yeah. for the lounges and yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely a lot more chill. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, I enjoyed that night a lot. I actually because... love how he's grown. I'm sorry to cut you off. Like, yeah, he, Mario has grown a lot. I've seen him grow. Yeah, it, it it feels good to be surrounded by people who grow and continue to grow rather than go on a roller coaster. I mean, we're human. Yeah. But you know, to see people come from their early 20s and move into their early 30s you'd be surprised what a decade can do to people yeah you know so evolution well anyone who listens to the healing space knows how i feel about evolution yes um evolution is very important yes uh and i think that's the reason why i it's an interesting balance being a light coach and understanding why people are where they are wait do you say light coach light coach yeah i stopped saying life I say light now. Oh. Because I operate in light. Now, that I didn't know. Yeah. That's very enriching. <laughs> of the 2,500 things I know about you, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I operate in light. So I'm like, why not like use that. light coach? You know, like that's that. what I'm about. My okay. whole thing is about filling people up with light. So I love it. <laughs> new chapters, new experiences, evolution. Listen. In light. In light. Yes. L I G H T. But yeah, it, it's an interesting balance of being someone who, in doing my work, okay. I understand why you aren't happy. Okay. But then it frustrates me that you aren't happy, you know? Okay. Like, I, I understand people's pain and traumas. I understand their triggers. So I get the reason why people are where they are. But I also get frustrated because I know what it takes for each of us to get out of those spaces as well. Okay. And when you look at some people online, and I say I say this to people sometimes in conversation, some of us get really comfortable in our pain. We do. You know, we, we have do. we have Stockholm syndrome to our pain. And and keep in mind uh, everyone, I said we yeah. because we're all human and we all have some element of pain within us. Absolutely. No one is perfect. Uh, we, we all hoard these things and sometimes we we're not even uh you know aware of these things until someone who loves us and is close enough to us knows us and sees these things absolutely. you know what i mean but so, but in in my it's good to have those kind of friendships absolutely it is actually important now my my rebuttal and agreeance cuz i agree and rebut okay so i agree with that and my rebut is unfortunately sometimes even when it's brought to people's attention they don't always see it 
I've wow. had friendships That's and powerful. relationships end because of that. Really? Yeah. And I've, what I've had to learn about myself is that you can share with, because me, I'm the kind of person, I've always been very honest about this. Tell me about me. Yes. By all means. I'm not offended by you coming to me and be like, you know what I've noticed? <laughs> you know what? That, yes. And I tell you that all like, the time. That's why we're you. best friends. Right. Indeed. That stuff I need doesn't... for you to tell me and, and, and constructively criticize me. Yeah. The, the key word is construct. Construct. Listen. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Base words, right? Indeed. <laughs> because, and, and I think that's what a lot of people, it's okay. So it's two things. On one hand, people miss when you're being constructive. Their, their pain is so deep that the slightest thing you say can set them off. Speak it. So that's one thing. Wow. But on the flip side of things, everyone doesn't understand tact. So some people come Indeed. to you with how they feel and they don't know how to say it in a constructive way. They just bluntly blurt it. Exactly. Yes, BLU, BLU. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got alliteration going on here. Yes, bluntly blurt. Yes. It's <laughs> like a cartoon character. <laughs> oh, you know what? And and, and uh, again, conversely, uh, if if you have someone that that's around you yeah. or, or surrounded by you know your your positive energy and they're still trying to emit negative energy mm-hmm. you know what i guess a slogan for you can be uh like get your light yeah instead of saying get your life get you know, your light uh, yes come on get your light let you better speak <laughs> come on quotables yes. <laughs> come on quotables you know i like that get your light i'm gonna have to write that down Indeed. i'm gonna actually make that a post in my room listen yes. get your light get your light Child. And you got to put the T on it, too. Absolutely. Get your light. Like how black people say it. Yes. We <laughs> First say of all, it. I love the way you said black just black now. The way that black yes. people... Yes. Get your light. We're going to have to tell, you know, those, those reality TV shows. Listen. Something like that. Okay, the so producers, yeah. So that's clearly going to have to be one of my clips when I'm promoting this. Yes. <laughs> that's going to have to be... Yeah. Get your light. Get your light. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we got to move on, but I'm so, like, amped about that. We better <laughs> like, be stuck on this. Yes. stay on that for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> we better. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk really quick about both of our decisions to make a move. So we're both living in Atlanta now. Okay. Or, you know, in, in Georgia. Yes. Uh, and so, okay, I want to share with them my reasoning, even though some of them are familiar who've listened to the podcast. So okay. mine will be brief. But I'd like for you to explain your reasoning for wanting to have a shift, you know? Oh. Because, you know, there are those of us who believe in new chapters. Okay. And I'd like for you and I yes. to talk about that because there are some people who are comfortable. Okay. And me, myself, I am the complete opposite. I am a huge proponent of taking chances, of taking <laughs> risks. Okay. So I'd like for the two of us to talk about that for the misfits who may be listening, who may want to get to a place where they're more comfortable and finally want, I mean, who are uncomfortable and want to jump out. So I'm going to tell mine first. Okay. And then I'd like for you to share yours. Sure thing. So for me, my reason for coming to Atlanta is because Atlanta, and this is no offense to those who are from Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta was always my second option to New York. So I moved to New York. I got to experience that for some years. Got to have the New York experience, which was amazing. And then I moved back to Baltimore. But even though I love my hometown, my hometown wasn't for me. Shout out to all of my family and friends who still exist there, especially for my family and friends who are there and like put in the working communities okay. who are making a difference in Baltimore. Yes. But that wasn't my story, you okay. know. Um, so especially once I found out that the yoga community in Atlanta is booming. Especially black yogis and yoginis. Oh my god! Like there's oh, so is many that what they here. Call them? Yoginis okay. are, are women. Yeah. So kind of like Star Trek to Trekkies or Trekkies to Star Trek. No, no, because they're Star Trek the show, and then Trekkies are the ones who watch. 
Yogis are men. Yoginis are women. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so it's divide. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you had to break that down. So, um, so, yeah, I decided to move down here. And this past year has been a trying-ass one. But <laughs> to see where I am now, it was all worth it. So yeah. that was my reason for moving. New, new beginnings, new starts, not being scared. And whenever I get to a point where I start to feel down, I remember my father saying to me right before I moved that he wished that he would have lived his life the way that I lived. He was like, you are so fearless and you're not afraid to do whatever. You picked up your entire life and just moved. I wish I was like that. Yes. And every time I hear that in my head, it makes me stronger. So. I, I was able to do that, uh, you know, by the grace of God. You know, um, I feel as though it, this was a huge, huge, huge transition for me. And I was afraid at first. Um, I had to push aside my pride, my fears, um, you know, my inhibitions and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to let go and let God, yeah. you know. And then I had to think about that. I was like, wait a minute. Do I really want to let go? <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I let go of Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. Not completely because uh, like you, I have friends and family there. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very close with my family. I'm very family oriented, you know, and I love my friends dearly. But, you know, it, it just like you, it wasn't my story uh, to continue to live there as right. well. Um, I moved down here for a few reasons. Um, well, actually, many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll share a few with you. Um the first one was, um, you know, the fact that I'm able to uh, purchase a, a nice big country house down here with land. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know, like say, for instance, like a, a, a I don't know, a 3,500 square foot house down here, um, you know, that may be like either a colonial or Victorian or something like that. Uh, they may go for like maybe 300000 whereas like the same type of house, uh, if you were to put that house up, you know, in Maryland, <laughs> like take it from the ground and literally put it up there, <laughs> it, it probably would run between 750 to like a, a mil, you yeah. know, 750 grand um, for that man. I'm sorry. Um, so yes, uh, that, that was one reason. Uh, two, the weather, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot warmer down here. Uh, I'd say nine to 10 months out of the year, the weather is definitely warmer down here than it is in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the third one? Um, I, I know this may sound cliche, but you know, um, a, a deep reason for me moving here is, you know, hopefully to find love. You know, um, I've, I've, you know, I've met some interesting people in in the Northeast, uh, <laughs> um, and it, it, you know, I just wanted to, like, I, I guess you can say, uh, change my scenery. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, get a taste of how the South is. Um, you know, I've always visited, but I've never actually lived outside of you know Northeast right. United States. Right. So yeah. Um, and then on top of that, you know, the rent here is very, very inexpensive. Listen, you know? <laughs> if you've never lived in the Northeast, baby, I'll tell you. <laughs> the rent up north is astronomical, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Well, unless you live in like Pennsylvania, but. Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to live out there with the Amish. No disrespect to the Amish. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> to our Amish listeners. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, you guys are very peaceful, but yeah, I can't be uh, you know in a horse drawn buggy for the rest of my life. I'm sorry. No disrespect. I need my car and my electricity. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, yeah, it, it feels good to be away, uh, you know, from quote unquote home for a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So if 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 this is uh if this lasts for you know a year. Um, a decade, you know, or the rest of my life, you know, I, I just wish for myself and you as well mm-hmm. and whoever else decides to relocate, um, you know, just be on God's good grace, you know, give him the power to 
you know, give power to you, you know? And and listen to what I said about that. You know what I mean? Yes. Give him the power to give you the power to, you know, accelerate your life. If that is what you believe. It yes. <laughs> <laughs> make sure we stress that. Yes. Because <laughs> somebody, somebody might be listening to this like, but how are you gonna make me feel like I wanna do it if I don't believe in God? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes. Believe okay. in you and that Touché. is believe Touché. in you. Touche. Whatever you believe in, whether it's yourself, a higher being, mm-hmm. whatever your denomination is, if you have one, um, if you're spiritual, if you're religious, mm-hmm. etc. You know, just uh, just believe make sure. Something. Yes, absolutely. It, it, thank you. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better than that. <laughs> have something that's going to wake you up every day. Yes. You know, and, have something that strong, wants to push you forward. Indeed, a strong foundation of what it is that you believe in, so that you can, again, accelerate your life without um falling victim to your inhibitions you know because if, if you fear if you um if you hesitate you know if, if you can't negotiate things within your mind if you can't have those intrapersonal conversations uh talking you know amongst yourself to yourself um then it's, it's just going to be a struggle you know everything you do is going to be a struggle you know Life is, is about taking risks, you know, like Warren Buffett said. Of course, that was to the financial, right. you know, aspect of it. But, uh, you know, in essence, that's pretty much what he's saying. You know, scared money don't make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. That sounded like the, the Players Club or something. I like was that. like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you got to use what you got to get you on. <laughs> I was like, are you sure that was Warren Buffett and not Tyrone Buffett? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, okay. In the next year with this new chapter of your life, what is it that you would like to accomplish in the next year? I would love to accomplish um there's a there's an invention that I well, it's more like an innovation. Um Now, wait a minute. Did you make sure you got this patented and everything first? Like, I don't want you sharing nothing to oh, be taken from you. Can I finish? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me finish. That. <laughs> um yeah, that that's that. I, I've been talking to a uh, patent lawyer. Um, she's you know out of Baltimore. I, I can't disclose anything right now, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, she and I are going back and forth about this idea. Um, she ha- she actually has to run it through the patent. Um, what is it? The USPTO. It's it's somewhere in Virginia. Um, the patent office. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she has to again run it by them. Um, see if if anyone else has anything comparable to that on the market. And then uh, we pretty much have to go from there. So once that's being done, uh, I can create a prototype for it and, you know, and just move from there. Okay. Um, but if, if it's successful, it could, it, could make, uh, it could make me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if the price is right, I could sell it to said organizations and then I can, yeah, I can Amen. sit pretty. I can sit pretty. Come on now. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that's one thing that I'll be working on. Um, expanding my uh growth as a truck driver i you know i drive trucks i have my cdl you know um hazmat tanker endorsements um for those truckers out there i'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys know what i'm talking about um the, the more endorsements you have on your license you know the more marketable you are to you know to be employed right um however i plan on uh you know doing that as well as um you know acquiring my first house and from there, I want to be able to flip houses. Um, I plan on doing that in the future as mm-hmm. well, in the near future at that. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of money in the real estate investing uh, business. And, you know, a, a, a lot of people are unaware of it. However, um, 
uh, what was that I read? It, it was uh, between 74 to 77% of all new millionaires in the United States um, have acquired their uh, assets or, or the bulk of their assets, excuse me, um, by means of doing real estate investing. Okay. So, come yeah, on. It, it's a very, very lucrative thing. I, I actually know quite a few people who are in real estate, oh, and they are very that's happy. That's amazing. So, yes, yes, <laughs> indeed. You know, um, even if you if you want to just rent out properties, even if you just want to rent out properties and um, you know have residual income, you know that's the that's the main thing that I'm uh, focused on is uh, having the residual. You know, absolutely. Um, and and the flipping, of course. Um, yep. Yeah. So. so for me, in the next year, the goal is. To pretty much bring, because I mean, I've already, I was blessed because I moved down here, as I told told everybody, I gave up everything, you know, the apartment, the job, the car, and moved down here with nothing but hope. And thankfully, I was able to start teaching immediately, you Wait, know. you said was blessed. Are blessed? Are blessed. Yes, yes absolutely. Present tense. <laughs> Past, um, present, and future. Okay. I've, I've been blessed in this journey, even though it has been a very difficult one okay. uh, to be teaching the entire time. So, you know, I was teaching in Buckhead and everything, but I had to stop that for financial reasons. And now I'm beginning to rise back up out of the ashes to soar. So in the next year, what it is that I want to do is that I want to focus on pretty much doing what it is that I was doing in the Northeast with Revolution. Okay. So the goal is, is that my open mics, my healing workshops, I want to bring all of that here in the next year. So by the time oh, we're having amazing. this conversation again in February, I want to have already introduced the live healing space, okay. you know, because people are familiar with the healing space podcast, but not everyone knows that the healing space came from live events. You've attended. Them, yes. You know, indeed. Um, many of them. They are very, very enriching. Thank you. And, you know, you, you feel an amazing uh, spirit, you know, in you and around you when you when you join these events, people. Um, it. it I don't even know the correct adjective for it right now, but yes, it's <laughs> it's just it's simply amazing. You you guys have to experience it. Thank so you. So you bringing it down here to Atlanta would be, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I just wish we can go up to Stone Stone Mountain and just have like a congregation up there, yes. like people that can just you know, <laughs> what you know what? Yes, a space for healing. Yeah, <laughs> on the yeah. rocks. Well, you know I do that already with yoga on top of Stone Mountain. Indeed. Yeah. That, that's why I mentioned that. Right. <laughs> Come on, promotion. Yeah. Yes. Indeed, indeed. But yeah, so in the next year, I just want to, I want to brand myself even deeper here in Atlanta. Okay. You know, I, I want, because right now, being the Scorpio that I am, I, I can be rather to myself, you know, um, being an empath, more importantly, being an empath, uh, energy impacts me on a deep level. And it's been kind of difficult for me to really engage with a lot of people down here because I've been very mindful of my energy and of theirs. So I'm looking to find spaces with a lot more light walkers where I can feel comfortable. Because right okay. now I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous in a lot of the spaces that I go in. Like when I tell you at no point in my life have I been more aware of hurt people. At wow. no point in time in my life. And it's like, whether you're on social media, whether you're out in public, there are just so many angry, hurt people. And this goes beyond color. Like, I can name off to you, you know, like, black, white, Hispanic, like, no, just like across the board. There's a lot of anger. And I myself have to be very careful with that because I am someone who wants to heal. Okay. And I have to be mindful of not overstepping. Because, okay. and when I say overstepping, I mean in the sense of you have to guide your own, you have to, not guide, you have to guard your own light. 
Okay. So while you're attempting to fill others with it, you have to be mindful that when you're attempting to fill them, people, and you spoke to it earlier, not everyone is always aware of how really hurt they are. They're operating out of a space blindly, you know, because they've been hurting for that long. So you'll begin to give them light, and they're siphoning it away from you without even realizing now how I was much they're say, taking. They're, they're taking energy away from you. Yeah. The energy that you're supposed to be placing into building yourself or keeping yourself afloat, you're giving it to them. Yeah. You know, and 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 in turn, you're not whole. Yes. And you can't give someone you if you're not a hundred percent you. Yes. You know, you you said that to me years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. You you and Mario actually. Yeah. Um, you you have to be you have to be very mindful of how you replenish yourself. And I'm very good. I like that. I love that word. <laughs> it sounds so enriching. Um, I'm very good at knowing how to replenish myself, but I do have moments where I attempt to help a few too many people at once. Okay. And healers need healing too. So <laughs> the replenish finish. Yeah. Come on, you better. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to always be aware that not only should I be looking to help others, but I I need to seek those who can also heal me too. Which is why it's important to put yourself in spaces with like-minded people. You know what? <laughs> this is exactly why we're best friends. Because, it, it, man, I'm so thankful to have you in my life. <laughs> and I and, do. And, and <laughs> yeah, when you do these things, um, some someone said to me uh, a, a few years back, um, we were talking about our professions, uh, sitting at a, a bar. Mm-hmm. It was inside of a cafe. And, you know, he, he said to me, he said, you know what, Kaya? Like-minded people hang out with like-minded people. And, I, you know, it, it took me a second to register that. You know, I was like, what? You know, but, yeah, I had to sift through, you know, all my neurons in my brain. And I was just like, oh, it finally clicked. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cops hang out with cops. Lawyers hang out with lawyers. You know, um, the, the uh, I, I guess, bums hang out with bums. You know, God forgive me for saying. Um, you know, uh, smokers hang out with smokers. And, and so on and so forth. You know, so when you when you surround yourself with people that that uh, can can build um, you or help you build you add to your life in some some sort of way. I'm not saying financially. Um, I'm saying in, in many aspects, you people know, people who can fill your light tank, a, a, your light tank. Thank you. You know what? <laughs> we better just keep going with these. <laughs> um, yes, I, I think it's very important. You know, your net work is your net worth. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have seen that all across social media. At some point in time, if you haven't, then yes, please adhere to that, you know, because it, it's very, very essential to who it is that you'll become in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you hang around negativity, you, that's what you're going to get. You know, you think negative, you're going to get negative. Listen. You know? And you, you have to speak, just, just like Raven just said, light. Mm-hmm. The key word is light. Yeah. You have light, you can live life. Yeah. You know, and I love it. I love it. And I love being being able to be surrounded by people like you, um, you know, people that are in my family, people that are in my my space, like even at work, you know, if, if, if you have some disgruntled person that comes to work, you know, and they're giving off that negative energy, you know, I, I don't want to say nine times out of 10, but, you know, most people are going to say like, oh, you know what? Um, yeah, she's in a bad mood. So I'm going to be like, oh, you know. Like, yeah, you know, people like to rile up people, you know, and it's just like you, you, when 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 a negative person has a negative audience, it, it's just going to do what? It's going to give you more negativity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it, it, w- with with all that's being said, I, I, I think that, you know, when you have 
uh, people that uh, again that are in your life that can give you these these positive things you can just uh, ex- accelerate your life just like I said I you know I'm gonna keep saying it too because yeah. that's one of my favorite slogans I was in the Navy so I stick by that mm-hmm. I stick by that I will always stick by that you'll stick by the slogan or you'll stick by the Navy or all of the oh, above. Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> I, was like, all of the above. <laughs> I was like, what are you sticking there? Sticking okay. by. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if people want to be able to, uh, as I say, walk with, I don't say follow. If people would like to walk with you on social media, are you comfortable with sharing any of those places? Would you rather them mind their business and, <laughs> and not interact with you on social media. I know you're not a big social media person. I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm working on it. I'm trying. Um, so is there any once I get a better phone, I'll right. be able to... <laughs> um, Now, when you say walk with me, you mean walk with me so in, if in they regards to... Like, add you. Because you know most people say oh, sure, follow. Like, sure. follow me on Instagram or something yes, like my, that. Yes, my, my IG is my name. Uh, it's Kaya Jiggetts. Uh, C-A-I-Y-A uh, J-I-G-G-E-T-T-S and okay. then my uh, my Facebook is Christopher Lee, which are my two middle names. Mm-hmm. Um, my middle names are, are hyphenated, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, but yes. Okay. One can simply follow me. Okay. So, of course, with the two of us living in the same house, you will definitely hear from him again. Yes. But I want to thank you for being <laughs> on here for the very first time. The very first. <laughs> very first, and I love it. Absolutely. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Okay. So, with that being said, guys, Brandon and I are now going to go into good news all right everybody it is time for good news so we we know how it usually is with bhw so do you have any good news for us this week sir um nothing major um i have been really craving some crab legs Mm -hmm. some weeks mm-hmm. like like literally some weeks and so i went and bought some today come and on I, and i ate them yeah. and for my first time making them they turned out okay i said oh <laughs> look at me here so is this going to become a regular thing um mm, is expensive <laughs> so I won't say but it'll happen more often <laughs> so, mm-hmm. i can't I, Seafood, you know, is pricey, and Indeed. so you know, I I'm not balling on a budget, right? I, yeah. So, but no, I will eat them more often. Okay. Okay. Oh yes. Look, look at me with some good news. Look at you. It had to be about food. It had to be. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Got to eat to live. Mm. <laughs> well, um, a few things for me. Um, Come on. One, and I'm not necessarily sure how this got past me. And it's really funny how the universe works out, but um, I used to, and I'm not sure, I'm sure at some point I had to have mentioned it on the podcast, probably more than once, but I used to host an open mic called Storytellers up in uh, the DMV. And that show went on for about three years and we started in 2008. So September of this year will make 10 years. So it was funny how it worked out because literally it dawned on me and within hours there was a random uh inbox that i got on facebook and i'm like why are all these different artists from baltimore all in this conversation so then i see somebody come in there and they were like so is this setting up for a storyteller reunion and i was like wait a minute what is this group (laughs) inbox i need to go check this out (laughs) i went to go check it out and it was an inbox message i made back in 2009 Uh, it was the year like a couple of months after we started storytellers and i was telling everybody that there was a post that i made on my blog 
uh, showing people different videos from storytellers. So for whatever reason, uh, one of the artists went in there and I think he must have sent a message by mistake and ended up connecting all of us. And I was like, how crazy is it that I would see this only hours after I realized our anniversary was coming up? So I had made a decision that every week, starting from now until uh, the beginning of September, I was going to post videos every week because every performance from storytellers, literally every single month from 2008 until 2011, you're able to see performances on YouTube. So I'm really excited about that, you know, and that's some really good news because there are so there are a lot of artists who I think maybe have never seen their performances before or just a good reason for a flashback, you know, looking at going down memory lane and seeing the awesomeness that was that event. You know, we had a very unique open mic that we had back then. Uh, it was geared towards reading. It was geared towards paying it forward to the community, you know. Um, it was about being different for a lot of people. They said that it was the first open mic that they had ever been to where they felt truly comfortable in their skin as far as being somebody who was shame, same gender loving, you know? Mm-hmm. So it felt good that we were able to open up a place like that where there was no judgment. You came in there and you performed and it was all about the arts. And so, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to be able to check those videos out. I'll be posting them on Twitter and on uh, Facebook. So you'll probably want to shut up. <laughs> you'll probably want to walk with uh, my company on uh, Twitter, and that is Revolution LLC. And on uh, <laughs> on Facebook, it's Revolution Multimedia. <laughs> I swear, after a while, it gets hard keeping up with all this stuff. Um, That's thirty different social media accounts. <laughs> and then also keep a brother in your prayers because. Hopefully, some more good news that I'll be able to talk about next week. As you guys know, um, I said that I, I believe, Brandon, I think I may have said next week, I mean, last week. If not, I'm going for a position at this uh, cycle studio. And if I end up getting that, that'll be taking me in a direction toward fitness that I've been looking to do since I've been here in Atlanta. You know, I've been teaching yoga, group classes and everything, but I really want to start working on getting my name out there. And getting into more circles so that my brand can become stronger in Atlanta. So getting this position will absolutely help that. So keep a brother in your prayers so that, you know, there's even more good news next week. Will do. Uh, yeah. I think that is about everything. If they want to walk. I'm going yeah, to put it on here. I'm sorry. But I know you definitely told me. I can remember you said it on here, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it. You know me in excitement. I've, I've had quite a few moments of excitement lately. I'm like, okay. Who are you? Come on, Scott. Right? <laughs> I'm like for me not to be an excitable person there's quite a bit of excitement going on in my life right now I'm here I for it, it. listen the year of the phoenix we rising but Good anyway <laughs> if people want to walk with you on social media where will they be able to find you every time I'll be ready to sing um <laughs> just do it one day just go ahead and go into the song I don't learn words first I really only know that line that wasn't my show like that okay um so you can walk with me on Twitter or uh, Instagram and or, you know, whichever you choose to do. <laughs> At uh, No More Otis. It's all together. No More Otis. I'm really thinking about changing it back. I don't know. We're going to see. Because my name is too damn long. I want it to be my name. My name is too long. So I'm like, ugh. I mean, if you okay. made it what I call you, I'm sure nobody probably has that. Bitch, what you, what you call me? B H W. Really, bitch. <laughs> really. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Not the first thing you thought of was bitch, though. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, you can you can walk with <laughs> the podcast on Instagram at THS Podcast and on Twitter at underscore THS Podcast. If you want to walk with us on uh, Snapchat, that's Revolution LLC, or just look for Revolution Multimedia. I forget Snapchat every single time. Um, we don't listen we post on there but the interaction with people is not happy at all so <laughs> tweet I don't know if, my bad go ahead no no I was just thinking I don't even know if people like interact not to say it's bad to post on there but I don't know if people would interact on Snapchat in that way I know a lot of folks use it to like some use it to be nasty a lot of people mm, use it to be nasty mm. <laughs> um, but then others just use it to do their day to day so I'm not saying it's not it's uh, okay. I understand you're not saying that. I'm not saying don't do it. We should be using it. I'm right. just. I don't I, interaction being heavy at least on there. Okay. Well, so and I, and see, I can listen to normal. you because I don't really normal. know that much about Snapchat. So, and I've I've heard that now it looks different. I've yet to see it, but listen, Ugh, people are not feeling horrible. it. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So I'm like, this is gonna make it worse for me. Because I was already one of those people that was like, "How do you work this thing?" And now they're only gonna make it worse. But well, you yeah, so you might probably like it better. Oh, really? Okay. If, if you're one of the people who didn't like it before, so this might be like right up your alley. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> if you want to walk with me on social media, everywhere is Scorpy Yogi. Also, <laughs> if you would like to uh, talk with me about becoming a student of mine with yoga. You can either hit me at Scorpiogi or uh, with my wellness company uh, on Facebook. That would be We Are TLM as well as Instagram. We Are TLM. W-E-A-R-E-T-L-M. We're about to slowly make our way towards spring, so more people are going to be getting outside. So if you're down here in Atlanta, we can uh, go up to the mountain, you know, go outside and do it in do it. Need to make sure I'm clear. <laughs> we can well, flow, right flow with yoga <laughs> in parks, you know, any of that stuff. Or if you uh, are somewhere in America, or if we're completely honest on another continent, I'm able to teach yoga online. So, you know, hit me up if you're ready to flow and we can make it happen. I think that's about it. We're done with everything, right, BHW? Yes. When it warms up, before it gets too hot, I'm going to go with you up the mountain. Yeah. Okay. You make sure you now you listen. He said that on the podcast, y'all. So we're gonna keep I him through that. Said before it get too hot. Okay, <laughs> you gonna be up here again, so it's all good. We're gonna be clear. We're gonna work that out. <laughs> we look forward Wait. to seeing you guys next week. Thank you so much for always listening. You can find us on uh, SoundCloud, on Apple Podcast, on Google Play Music, on YouTube, and it's a few more that's gonna be coming soon. We appreciate all the support. You guys interacting with us are so awesome. Those questions you have been sending in have really helped us out a lot. <laughs> we appreciate that. And uh, until next week, we love you guys and namaste. Namaste.